on today's episode of Unapologetically Me. I can honestly say that parenting has changed me a lot, just like in general. All right, y'all. It's your girl, Carrie B, and we're back with another episode of Unapologetically Me. Um, okay. So today's episode is a little, it's a little different. Um, I am, well, you read the title, um, A Mother's Womb. It's the name of this episode. And... I chose that title because today I'm going to give you all a sneak peek. Not really a sneak peek, but just give you all um, an insight on a personal part of me. And I wanted to do this when I was doing YouTube. I was going to do a labor and delivery story, so I guess you would say it's kind of like that, but um, yeah, but just on my podcast. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into it. y'all it's your girl carrie b and we're back with this episode we're about to get into it episode six um before we get into it let's go ahead and do our self-motivation self-motivation self-meditation <laughs> um yeah so deep breath in and out Deep breath in and out. Deep breath in and out. All right. <laughs> okay. Y'all heard me. Now we can get into it. We did our breathing exercise. So let's go ahead. As you read by the title, the name is A Mother's Womb. And like I said, I want this to be like a, um, kind of like a labor and delivery type thing. Um, I did, I wanted to make a vlog um, for my YouTube channel, but I never got to it. So this is something like that. So yeah. Um... Let's see. I, well, for starters, I, when, okay. I mean, all right. <laughs> At Once you get to your last trimester and you, it's getting closer to your due date, you have to go in for weekly visits with your doctor so they can check your cervix and see if, you know, you're dilating and everything. So, I probably only dilated two centimeters max going to those visits. Like, I didn't get hired into. I know for a fact I didn't get hired into. So we, um, 
I ended up having to get induced. So um, she gave me a date to come in. And when you get induced, they give you a date to come in. They give you a little, like a little card, like a little card kind of thing or a flyer type of thing. But um, because it's not a pamphlet because it was only like one. But anyway, um, (laughs) they give you that and it tells you everything that you need to do prior to coming in um, the night before. They tell you everything that you need to pack. Um, they just give all the information that you need on there for that day. So I, um, I was nervous. I was scared. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Cause I worked, I worked up until two weeks before my due date and I really wanted to work up until, but I had got tired. So I said, yeah, just going to cut it short. Give me these little two weeks. And so I can get prepared. So the day came and we went up in there and all of the staff, all of the staff was very, very nice. Women's hospital, very, very nice. Um, My whole nursing staff was like amazing, like the best, not gonna lie. And so we got there and the lady was waiting on me. Well, she met me at the door when she was waiting on me. She gave me my little gown so I could put it on because as soon as I got there, you know, as soon as you get there, you got to get in the gown and get prepared. So we was up in there and then they probably came. They came probably, they came the same around, same, same around. My doctor and them came in probably maybe... 30 minutes or so, maybe an hour. I can't really remember the time around. But anyway, they came in and she, you know, we went over everything. And after that, they gave me the medicine. Um, They gave me the medicine to induce me. So they gave me that and then they came back and they, um, I want to say they came back a couple hours later to let the medicine kick in. And then they came back and uh, broke my water. And when they broke my water, y'all, it literally feels just like people say you peeing on yourself. That's how it felt. Except I was laying down. So it felt like I was just, it felt like I was on the beach and water was coming up (laughs) to shore. So it was just like, it felt like I was just laying there. But it was very, very, very just wow. Like all of that come out of you when your water break. <laughs> so that was um that was that. And I um I ain't gonna lie, those those um those contractions after they broke my water. Oh, no, that's what it was. They give you medicine so you can start contracting. That's what it was. But when them contractions started hitting, boy, the first ones, the first ones, because she told me, though, my doctor told me, the first ones wasn't going to be that bad. But after that, that second round, shoot, them mugs was coming. And I was like, ooh, chai. Ooh, Lord. It was just, it was just a lot. Like, 
I went to the bathroom and I caught three back to back. Like I could not get up. I caught three contractions back to back. And man, it, it just, the things a woman's body goes through. <laughs> it, um, so after, after I had used the bathroom and caught them through contractions, I was like, yeah, go ahead and tell the doctor to come up in here so I can get this epidural because I can't do it. And I didn't want to do the epidural too soon because once you get it, you're going to be in the bed for the rest of the time. You're going to be laying down because, you know, your body is numb. So they're going to have to put a little catheter in you and everything like that. But I got the epidural and when they... Man, so how that goes, like, okay, everybody has to get out of the room. And I, one nurse was, she was in front of me and she had me, um, I was holding on to her arms because you have to sit up straight and you cannot move. So I was holding on to her arms and they, the doctor was getting my, um, putting the stuff on my back and whatever. And then he put that needle in the, whoo, y'all, that needle, it, it, it hurt it. I ain't gonna lie. It hurt it. And it wasn't like the worst pain, but that mug hurt it. That needle was so big. Oh my gosh. It is so, it was so, I don't even, it was just big and it went in my back and I was grabbing that lady arms for dear life and she was like you got it you're doing great it's he almost done you got it you're doing great and she was like oh she's like you can't move just stay still just stay still and I was like oh my god <laughs> so they gave me that and then after that I laid down and I was in and out of sleep <laughs> and that was like I was like probably so boring but <laughs> I was just sitting there and they came in and they would give me the exercise ball to put in my legs put in between my legs and I would do that and flip from side to side um so they would come in and check me and every time they checked me they was talking about my progress and I was like oh lord it's about to happen anytime soon. And see, with that upper door, I didn't want to get it too soon, but then I didn't want to wait too late. But I did. I I held off for as long as I could. And um, I did have my baby. I had him. I had him hours later. So I, if I could have held off a little more, that would have been great. But um, it um. What's the word? No, no. <laughs> well, no. Okay, I'm sorry. Nobody told me that after you get the epidural, you can't get no snacks. So I was like, the nurse is like, y'all need anything? I was like, oh, can I get a popsicle? She said, no, cause you got the epidural. I said, oh, wait a wait a wait a wait a minute. I can't get nothing while I got the epidural. No, you would have to get it before. I said, dang. She was like, I can get you some ice. 
I said, ice. Okay, bring it in. But I don't think I was eating with ice. And then I got sick in the hospital. So I was throwing up water, literally. Just throwing up water because that's all I had. So fast forward. That was um that was that. It, it it um it wasn't it wasn't that bad, but it just it, it, when I got sick, that's when it kind of like went my mood went down just because it's hard to throw up. It takes a lot to throw up nothing, and then I was still still have a baby inside of me. Like it takes a lot to throw up nothing but water. So. Fast forward, they came to check me one last time, and the lady was like, "Oh yeah, you're like five, um, and she said like five or six centimeters." So I'm gonna go ahead and let your doctor know. So she went in to let the doctor. I mean, she went out, let the doctor know, and they came in, and my doctor checked me, and she was like, "No, you're still at. I can't remember what number she said, but it wasn't the right number." So I was like, dang. I said, lady just told me I was about six, five, six. So, but, um, that happened. And I think she did, I can't remember. I think she did an ultrasound or something. I can't remember, but. After she, after my doctor checked it, she was like, um, we may have to do a C-section. And she was just like, let me know how you feel about it and what you think about it. And we'll step out, give you some time to think, and then we'll come back in and you can just let us know. I said, okay. Because when she said C-section, when she said C-section, I got so scared, so terrified. And I went into a full panic attack, like crying, hyperventilating, everything. So I ended up, she came back in. It was probably like two minutes later. It wasn't that long, but she came back in. And I was like, you know, we can go ahead with the C-section. So they started moving quick, fast, like fast as lightning, like moving stuff around, getting me together. They had to give me more medicine since I was having surgery and I was going to be awake. So they had to give me more medicine to make sure I was numb um, down there. And the only thing I can do was really cry. And I like the nurses was just like, you know, it's going to be okay. A lot of, you know, a lot of people have C-sections. It's not normal. I mean, it's not, <laughs> it's not, not normal. It, it's very, it's not, it's, <laughs> I can't get my words out. It is common for women to get C-sections. That's what I'm trying to say. But they would just, they made me feel good about it. And um, so we all was prepped and ready. And I was shaking the whole way to the next room, to the um delivery room. Well, to the surgery room. OR for all my Grey's Anatomy people. 
out there. We went to the OR. But um <laughs> we um I was shaking and I was still crying. And when she started cutting, I couldn't see it because they put a cover over you, your face, so you know nothing pops off and whatever. But I couldn't see anything, but you can smell like something burning. So um I kept telling the lady who was behind me, I think she was looking at my vitals or something, but I kept telling her like, I need water. Like my mouth is very dry. And she was like, she was like, we can't give you any water, but you're doing great. And it's almost over. I said, oh my God. (laughs) When I tell y'all my mouth was so dry, it was so dry. And I was like, oh my God, like I need, we need to hurry up. So she, so she was cutting and whatever and getting everything out the way. And she got him out. And when she got him out, she showed him to me. And I was, she was like, um, she told, she was like, happy birthday. And, you know, like, and showed me his um, face and everything. And she gave him to the nurses so they can take him to the incubator. Um, so he can get warm and everything. So he didn't cry when he came out, when she pulled him out. He didn't cry when they took him over to the um, incubator. He wasn't crying. He he cried a couple minutes, maybe maybe it might not have been minutes, but it felt like that to me because I was laid out on the table. But he finally had cried, so it was like a relief type of thing because um, I haven't I haven't told this to anybody, but. Because I have a video of the whole operation um, happening, surgery operation happening. But when he came out, he was, he wasn't breathing. And he was looked kind of lifeless, like a little dog kind of. And it was because the umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck. So when they came, when she pulled him out, they had to like quickly get to working on him. And I didn't know, she didn't tell me that um, that, that was the case because I was already nervous and she didn't want me to get any more nervous than what I was. But the cord was wrapped around his neck. So that's why that he wasn't, um, you know, crying or anything. And um, when he finally did cry, I was it was just like, whew, okay, you know, that's great. Like, thank you, thank you, Lord. So they sold me back up. Well, no, they don't even sew you no more. They she I think it was like some glue or something. I can't remember. But you don't get stitches no more. <laughs> they don't staple you, they don't give you stitches. They like it was like some glue, some some type of glue that they they put you back together like you don't even I don't even have a cut down there I don't have a scar almost like I don't like it's just (laughs) it's crazy but um so they put they gave him um to me when we was about to go back to the room and he was on my chest you know doing skin to skin and my boy was having his head up and his eyes was wide open and he was just so cute so cute and so 
that happened when we went back to the room and the lady taught me how to, was teaching me how to correctly breastfeed because I breastfed him for a while. And honestly, breastfeeding is the way to go. It's great. Like your kids will never get sick. Some women are able to do it. And if you are able to do it, do it. Or at least pump so you can sit, so you can just give it to them out the bottle. You don't necessarily have to um, exclusively breastfeed. Um, And some women can't. And I know it's frustrating when you really want to, but they do have like lactation cookies and teas and stuff that you can take to try to increase your milk supply. Because um, my milk supply was pretty good, but those lactation chocolate chip cookies I had was great. So I was just eating them just because, honestly. But um, (laughs) so yeah, that was that. But my baby is like the biggest blessing. Biggest blessing, y'all. Biggest blessing. And um, he's like, he's just like my miracle baby, kind of. You know, I just love him to pieces. And I can honestly say that parenting has changed me a lot. Just like in general. It just changed me. And he's made me more you know, express my emotions a little more because I'm very closed off. If you know me, I'm not one for showing really a lot of emotions, but with him, he's opening me up and he's making me do things I've never done because he, you know, I have to do things for him. So it's honestly a great experience and I I just love my baby to pieces. I really do. And just shout out to all of you mothers out there. Um, shout out to all of y'all because what our bodies go through is amazing. It, it, it's, it, it's amazing what we have to endure to bring a life into the world. It's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. It, it really is. And I'm glad I've got to um, experience it. And I'm just very blessed. And yeah. And just shout out to all of the women out there. Because our bodies just endure a lot in general on a natural, on a natural day. So just shout out to, shout out to all of y'all. And um, Yeah. I don't know what the next episode will be, but I don't know what I want to talk about just yet. But I hope you enjoyed this little episode. And yeah, I want to talk about moms more because I'm a mama now. I'm a boy mom at that, you know. So I want to talk about some mamas and some mama things and parenting things because, yeah. That's what I am now. As somebody mama, you know? But um I will <laughs> I will see you all next week. And I hope you all have a great, great, wonderful day and the rest of your week. And I love y'all. So we'll see you later.